Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining me here. Here on this channel. I was checking out some of your comments. Some people think um the um if the if your version of truthinarttv.com, which is the free site, this is the main headquarters site for this channel. Go to the channel and see for yourself. Let me just um so help <clears throat> step in. Let's do this together. Um, all right, folks, um, if you go here to the free website and you hit live program schedule, you will see that if you refresh it, like I should have done, that it does not, still does not say, all right, folks, um, here. <clears throat> all right, I stand corrected, and this was already updated, but um, um, it should say 8 p.m., and um maybe i've already updated this page but when you're operating out of multiple computers when you do an update it undoes the update that it should have so this was already done already it should say i updated it several days ago where it says 8 p.m but um <clears throat> must have um been a problem with where I uploaded, I, I remember, I know what I did, yeah. So I, I um, updated the site again from a different computer, never mind. But I'll stand corrected on that, and I apologize to those that are commenting on that. It should say 8 p.m., and due to a technical error, it still says 9 p.m. Should, should say. Starting time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, every single day, forever and ever, for now, until God said, while I'm doing this, Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're only doing, you guys don't need me. I started doing this years ago, breaking up. Let's take a few minutes now to, for anybody new to this channel so you know who you're, who's talking to you. I'm not important. I never will be, which is another reason why I don't show up to popular events. I don't need to do any of that. I'm not important. I do love God, and I do I, I have a, a, an obligation to humanity. Um, maybe someday under a miracle situation, I will share my actual testimony, which no one that has ever come to the history to this channel, no one knows my testimony because I've never shared it with anyone. When, if and when that happens, you'll understand even more why I do what I do. So don't take this for granted. I'm only doing this for now. This started in 20, 2008, really. And by 08 to 2012, something happened where the Lord pushed me in a new direction and then I was exposed to the street, kind of narrow-minded, jokey, super-duper far-right, strange conspiracy theory type people. And I, one thing led to another, and I joined these street type groups. And if you can't, you can't make this up. You know, boom! I walk right into a hundred percent obvious COINTELPRO operation that fired me up. Having a medical psychology and science background and being a people person, I started writing about what I was seeing. Obvious deep state operations. That led to me writing a book way back in 2015, which to this day, maybe um, 85, 90, 95% of it is still accurate, but the book was not written from a Christian perspective. So during those years, I, I saw obvious how the deep state operates without having to read any documents. I mean, I would see. So by the time Trump comes down the escalator and releases his Department of Defense online research project, 
everything fit. So I'm just fulfilling this role. I'm happy if God says tomorrow to walk away. I don't need to do this, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm only doing this temporarily because I'm walking within the will of God. What I believe is something I should do. And while I'm doing that, I wear almost pretty much every hat. So I have a technology background as well with coding. And, and so um, just be aware that I do have many, many, many different backgrounds. Obviously, you guys know I'm also a musician with five albums, So, which is really what I was trying to do years ago. So, um, so I come from a strange background. I'm not looking for fame. I'm not afraid to come against the New World Order. I'm not afraid to come against the alternative media which is I'm basically the first person that I know that did this. Because when I joined these groups, that's what I started doing to actually exposing the very people that I was in with. So I'm not afraid to call out the left. I voted for Bush and Obama in different situations, but I quickly figured it out after voting for these people. I'm not afraid to turn against anyone. So as you guys can see, in the last 6 to 12 months, uh, I've been calling out, separating myself from the far, well, the far right, I separated myself from them many years ago, but I'm not afraid. I'm in a good position because when it comes to logic, reason, and independent thinking, and when it comes to faith, faith in God, independent thinking, logic, reason, those things don't require commitment to any political party. By default, I consider myself a Republican and a right-winger because the Republicans and the right wing, by default, are the only party that has any logic and reason. And they're doing a lot of things right. But I'm not afraid to call call out any entity. And I'm not committed to anything. I'm not committed to any role. So when you think of channels, don't think of me as a channel in some ways. I'm just some guy that's mouthing off per, uh, temporarily. And one, um, you know, eventually I'll disappear. I'll be gone. You know, you guys don't need me, especially after we get this new republic. So for now, um, I, I do it um, right here. Just be aware of that. Now, quote, 1 Corinthians 2.12, what we now we have received the spirit, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. Kaboom. That is why I have this up here, because that really is what matters, right? So just a quick introduction for anybody new um so you understand my mind set with that said ladies and gentlemen you guys know it nobody else really talks about this we're in an actual war and we are in the violent revolution it is very very real we've been calling that out we got the race situation then we have the climate and we have the abortion and we have the tranny cult those are big ones the left is always panicking they're always trying to force you to emotionally accept who they are. And if you don't, something is very, very wrong with you. So, And we have some other issues, centrist-type issues, that were talked about yesterday, we're going to talk about again today. And then we have the actual storm that is unfolding. We always close these live streams, updating key elements of the actual storm that is unfolding. Be on the lookout on the members' channel. We're going to continue the conversation from several weeks ago in what is really happening when especially when we're talking difficult truths <clears throat> so uh tonight it's interesting that tonight is tuesday night we're in the middle of may we're getting closer to the halfway point of the year and 
we know that Biden the other day came out with this strange speech at this black um, college, right? And talking about white supremacy. And here we are a week later. Why don't we begin here? Could this be? Look at this thing. <laughs> Should we watch it again? <laughs> so, what is happening? And, um, maybe it's had something to do with this. <laughs> you all crashes into security barriers near White House Secret Service says. <laughs> Yeah, you can't make this up. The driver of a U-Haul is facing multiple multiple charges after allegedly crashing into security barriers in Lafayette Square near the White House. So uh, you should be already very, very suspicious of the situation. You should be already thinking, what is happening? And this guy was detained... And we're going to talk about the identity of this guy. But um, first, uh, l- let's keep going with this situation. Yeah, um, let me you know, bear with me, you know, wink, wink. <clears throat> then uh, <clears throat> we have this. <laughs> yeah, um, then uh, we have update 19-year-old man, Cybersheet Candula from St. Louis suburbs was driving U-Haul that rammed into White House barriers with Nazi flag. <laughs> yeah, um, why would that be? And ladies and gentlemen, if you have, I mean, look at this. <laughs> Laugh out loud if you read what happened. What ha- this is all today. After this guy rams his U-Haul truck into the White House barrier, totally for show. Like it says here, well, eyewitnesses say the truck was driven twice into a barrier before stopping. Well, we saw the video, right? The incident took place at the north side of Lafayette Park at 16th and H Street Northwest. Police laid out the flag in on the sidewalk. Yeah, this Nazi flag near the truck, apparently for the media to film. <laughs> yeah, before holding it up and taking it away. Yeah, before folding it up and taking... So there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, right away, everyone on Twitter jumps on this. Come on, folks. I was waking up and thinking we are due for a good false flag to distract everyone. And we get this. Someone crashed a U-Haul into the White House barricades last night with nothing but a Nazi flag. (laughs) Laugh out loud. And ladies and gentlemen, it gets even funnier because this is um, all happening at the same time time, you know, and we got our little character, right? And there it is. This is Cy Versheath Kandula, the Missouri man who drove the U-Haul into the White House gates. The media is referring to him as a white supremacist. <laughs> Last <laughs> after authorities found a Nazi flag in the vehicle, just wanted to share his driver's license photo, right? There it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> there goes your white supremacist 110% failed full slap 
that's how you start a Tuesday that we are live streaming on towards the end of May 2023. One week after the fake resident did his speech about white supremacy being the main problem of terrorism in this country. Yo, fake regime, if you're going to hire an operative for one of these false flags, one of these operatives that obviously crossed the border illegally not too long ago, you might want to get somebody like intelligent. Because you guys know that channels like Truth on TV and channels like these, we're going to call these false flags the day that it's happening, and we're going to roll out the laughing track. Come on. All part of this violent revolution that we're in, so they're getting, so there it is, narrative control, they've got their terrorists, and I'm just going to bring this up right now that we brought this up. <clears throat> um, don't forget, we brought this up a couple of weeks ago, not too long ago, right? And just a quick update, about a week ago, right? California officials, what? They're investigating loss of 30-ton shipment of explosive chemicals. So we brought this up already on this channel about a week ago. Be aware, again, for anybody who didn't catch that live stream, be aware that uh, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate, a chemical used as both fertilizer and a component in explosives went missing as it was shipped from Wyoming to California last month and now prompting four separate investigations. <laughs> yeah, where's my, um, yeah, what investigate, where's my character, hold on, folks. Yeah, where's my character, what investigation? Yeah, right, and um, be aware of this, um, the car was found completely empty, right, after it arrived two weeks later at a rail stop. And these investigations are going nowhere. I mean, what's going on here? And again, ammonium nitrate is commonly used as a fertilizer, but it's used in what homemade bomb? Think about it. Let your critical thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Violent revolution, distractions. We have all these travel advisories and the full explosion of the race thing going on. I mean, it's a perfect war scenario. And speaking of the violent revolution and all these things that are happening. Aisha Mills, Basil is still with us. Um, Aisha, this is, I have talked for seven years about the asymmetry of covering Trumpism in America, something so audacious and so unimaginable that the normal ways of rapidly responding are inadequate. This seems to address that asymmetry and, um, and say, I, I, I got this. What do you think? I think it was extreme. For you to say that, you would have to have overwhelming, logical, provable evidence on your side to defend anything that you are saying, but you don't have that. But all that aside, people. Clever, um, and, and I really appreciate the NAACP's guidance uh, on this issue. You know, I just took my family to, to... Even though this Derek Johnson was checkmated by CNN yesterday, but whatever, okay. So we're talking about the racism thing, these ugly, demonic, racist I mean, they're, they're backwards in time. 
They're bringing back the pre-60s days, the party of segregation. Spring break in Florida recently, and I think about... So she went to spring break in Florida. Okay. All of the... This democratic strategist. Yeah, right. Folks who traveled there for sun and joy um, and peace and restoration. And... Boom, which is right there. So, and the interview. So you guys, so you agree with what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, exactly. That Florida is a place of peace and restoration. Thank you for debunking your own argument. That is the reason you went to Florida, right? To be reminded that actually this is getting to the point where Florida is about to be a terrorist state. To, to... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I went to Florida. It's peace and restoration. But actually, it's a state of terrorism. But why is it a state of terrorism? Let's hear it. Come on. Many of us here in America, certainly as a lesbian, as a black woman, I don't want to have anything to do with the place. Uh (laughs) So people not agreeing with lesbianism, is that what she's implying? Because we already established, everybody agrees, blacks are thriving in Florida. So what makes you a terrorist? Um, And I think about all the other people who don't want to travel there either. And so I think it was. But why? Give us a reason. You guys are thriving. You're you're vacationing there. I'm waiting for a solid reason for you that you can't come to Florida and is a terrorist state. I'm waiting. It's coming. I think it's coming. Very clever on behalf of the NAACP. I thank them uh, for issuing this broad uh, guidance. And, you know. But why? Give us the reason. Again, notice they never give you the reason. Why is it a terrorist state? Really what it does is it turns a remarkable, uh, I think, lens on the United States and highlights how bigotry and bias and ignorance do as much harm uh, as we accuse other countries uh, of doing to people that they suppress. That's it, people. No explanation. (laughs) All they do is claim this thing. Don't worry about any actual explanation of anything. And that should make you think, Moving on, right? While you're um, lamenting and, you know, you're seeing for yourself the horrible lack of logic coming from the Marxists, then we have this. California Reparations Board representative demands what? Installments for black people if full payment isn't available. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to need installments yeah you know and there it is all we're saying is let's just chill out and pay your debt your sin your sin bill of enslavement (laughs) yeah right there and again look at the language they pay their sin bill yeah we'll take just tell you what and if you read this people this gets even funnier yeah, your your payments are due. Yeah, you know, we're going to have to pay the interest. <laughs> I'm not making this up, people. <laughs> right there. Dr. Amos Brown, the vice chair of California's Reparations Task Force, which was created by Newsom in 2020, told Fox News that the, what? The interest rate <laughs> towards reparations is increasing, and it's time for people to fork up their money. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Just, yeah, the interest rate on this imaginary money that we claim is now past due. Um, who created this interest rate? Uh, 
Actually, nobody did. We're just saying this. <laughs> Come on, people. They think you're stupid. Be aware of that and be aware of this. I believe in the gospel. I also believe in the Second Amendment. Senator Tim Scott is calling this whole movement out. And I want people to hear some of this stuff. Listen in. I, she speaks to a broader Absolutely. point, and, and I know you don't like talking about it, but, but there are things that are said about you that will not be said about any other candidate. And that's always been the case as a black Republican, yep. that you are judged in ways that other candidates are not. So here's the question. Can a guy that is seen as being nice and affable fight back in a presidential primary against what you just heard and the Democrats? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The answer is completely yes. Meekness is not weakness. I, I believe in the gospel. I believe Matthew five forty four says, love your enemies. If you break in my house, I also believe in the Second Amendment. I'm going to make sure that we defend every single thing we love in this country. We have to ignore the far left by disproving their lies by our actions. Here's the funny thing. Boom. I'm playing this for a reason. Tim Scott laying out the lumber, laying out the actual solution to these hardcore Marxist racist haters. Straight from another black man. Listen. And the host, Sonny, she wants to be judged by the content of her character, not the color of her skin. The fact of the matter is America is a story of evolution. Never told story of evolution in too many of our schools that are indoctrinating our kids instead of educating our kids. I'm not the exception. I'm actually the rule. Every kid trapped in a failing school today can look at big, big, big liberals, big labor unions, and blame them. Every parent who wants a choice, look to the Republican Party, look to the GOP, but more importantly, look at Americans. African Americans, Hispanic Americans, the majority of Americans all agree on school choice. What's in the way of that? What's in the way of providing a child with a better education and a better future? The radical left. You- Boom. Throw right back at these people. Don't let any of these Marxists gaslight you. Throw it back at them. I want people to hear that. That's the only way. Let's move on to other radical movements. Be aware of this. Want to get it out? Woke pro-abortion teacher. What threatens New York Post reporter? With machete, if you could believe that. This video, everybody, this video is circulating everywhere. And she holds blade to his throat. Again, you're get the F away from my door or I'm going to chop you up with this machete. <laughs> that is what this, and again, I'm only showing everyone this. Think violent revolution. You heard it right here on this channel. I believe first. And you can read the rest of what she is saying. You're not educating. Bleep, this is effing propaganda. Yeah, so, and then it gets worse. So if you're supporting, you're just pro-life. But again, this goes back to what we said yesterday in the last few days, that they are reversing where if you're pro-execution of babies, if you're pro-pedophilia and pro-the- pro-indoctrination of innocent children, sexualization of children, 
then you are love. You are forgiveness. You are goodness. You are peace. You are restoration. You are, they're stealing all the virtues. But, as you can see, when they don't get their way, boom, machete to the neck. <laughs> and that is what the Great Awakening is all about. There's nothing that she can say to erase that image. Be aware of this. Same thing. Democrat North Carolina governor declares state of emergency for public education over school choice plan. Again, they, they, to them, this is an emergency situation <laughs> that people are being, that, that parents basically are standing up for their own rights. And, you know, this idea that Republican-led effort to promote school choice what? That you have a choice as to where you go to school? That's an emergency situation. Think about it. What? You have freedom where you go? <laughs> emergency! Everything's an emergency with these people, with the Marxists. Be aware of this. We've been talking about this. I want to point out a lot of little different topics tonight. Right? Kathy Huckel, what says... Suburbs should accept migrants and bigoted policies. Think about that in light of what the New York City mayor said the other day. Same thing. Planned out. They need to get their illegal aliens, criminals, into the suburbs to break up this red state thing. Let's get out of here with this freedom thing. Get out of here with living in an area where only certain people live, people that can afford to live in those areas because you worked hard to earn money or whatever. Get out of here. Class warfare. Think about it. Also, I want to put this out. We've been periodically showing everyone this. Be aware of this. It's a big, big deal. Told you guys this was coming, and it's happening. There it is. State court. What? To hear lawsuit that is claiming what? Kids? Have a right to a stable climate. Think about this tonight. They are slowly all part of the Great Reset and the Build Back Better, all part of the same same agenda to where they're now trying. There it is. It's going to court. Get ready. They are trying to prove, they're trying to claim, and supposedly this is a youth, a bunch of youth plaintiffs. Yeah, right. Like youths have better, they don't. Why would anyone, why would kids go to court? Think about it. Yeah, this lawsuit against a state brought by children, come on, and teens who claim they have a right to a stable climate. Think about it. I mean, we know Greta was a hoax, but anyone believe that children and teenagers are filing a lawsuit? And think about it. They're claiming that they are dis- being disproportionately harmed by the climate crisis. <laughs> and that they're going to face lifelong hardship. So I'm letting everyone know, and they're blaming greenhouse gases. And be aware, again, this is happening in Montana, Montana State Court. They are poised to hear this lawsuit, lawfare, all the way around. The same judges that are 
incarcerating patriots for being at the Capitol on January 6th, and all these judges that, are, that ruled against the election steal of 2020, these corrupt judges, they're going to rule that climate is a right. This is a big, big step. Take a look again towards the criminalization, the, the attempted criminalization of climate hoax resistance. I'll say it again. This is a big step towards the criminalization of anyone who resists the climate hoax. Think about that tonight. Big, big step. And then let's just keep going, right? Extreme left warns of what huge backlash in the streets, really? If Joe Biden negotiates any budget cuts. <laughs> Be aware of this. And again, she's talking about a huge backlash, like you saw what it, this extremist is saying regarding this budget, this spending, this federal budget, and this debt ceiling battle. And now we're dealing with the enraged left. And you see what they're saying. That there's going to be backlash in the streets. It's important that we don't take steps back from the very strong agenda. There, She's admitting this was about the Great Reset agenda. Right there. The very strong agenda. What agenda? The, the Great Reset. And the Build Back Better agenda that we talked about yesterday. They see it. They know it. The radical left. And they're like freaking out. So what, what does she mean? What's going to happen at the street level? Get ready. Violent revolution. Pramila Jayapal. She is basically telling you to come to truth on our TV. And believe what Bernie is saying about the violent revolution. That's what she's saying. Remember, they're ready to unleash violence in the streets. Let it sink in tonight. Why would they unleash violence in the street just because of this little no big deal, nothing burger budget thing? Trust the plan, ladies and gentlemen, trust the plan. Also be aware of this. <clears throat> Germany now investigating whether Ukraine bombed Nord Stream Pipe. Report said, be throwing it out there, told you so type thing. Nobody walks away from this. Germany, the same Germany that said the other day, yeah, you know what? I don't think Ukraine can get into NATO. All of a sudden, everybody's starting to see it. But, all right, folks. 2024 election is a mirage, particularly when it comes to Trump. We'll discuss this more on the members' channel. And... um Speaking of 2024, I mean, there's so much that's going to unpack in the next, what is it, 15 months or whatever it is. But um, we could start with like this. <laughs> I mean, this is 2019 all over again. Think about, look at the timing. Look at where we are the year prior to the election. And there it is. World Health Organization Chief Tedros, what? All of a sudden, warns of possible disease deadlier than coronavirus. <laughs> Think about the timing. Tedros the terrorist is coming out. 
with this big, big situation. Talking about another public health crisis. Must be addressed and not kicked down the road. And that you can't with a threat of another deadly pathogen emerging with even more catastrophic potential than the Chinese coronavirus can be ruled out in the future. Um, the problem with all this, all right, you guys get it. And he, he, we all know why he's doing this. I am Tedros. I'm warning about this thing. Oh, that's right. The last couple months, we've been pushing this talking point and this idea that me... Tedros, World Health Organization, I would be in charge of that situation. I forgot about that. 2019, think of the military games and what is it? Uh, agenda. Um, that ev- event 201, was it? In 2019? They're putting out the talking point. Tedros is like, he's he's They've got this all planned out already. And not to mention the Bilderberg meeting. Is it going on right now or this past weekend? That's probably the one thing. You know, this Bilderberg meeting, Tedros, tell you what, before Wednesday, you know, maybe like Tuesday-ish, get out there. Just get the word out about this virus. But the ironic thing is that it, if it is going to be, what they're claiming is that they're going to, the PSYOP is going to be deadlier than COVID. Don't forget, people, COVID is still the 99% virus, where 99% of people recovered from COVID without any treatment at all. And the other 1%, if you gave them medication like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin to disrupt the viral replication, 99% of those are 90, 90 to 95% of those recovered, so the very, very few people were actually affected by COVID. That doesn't mean that they didn't kill millions due to the criminally negligent hospital protocol. Nice review while Tedros is rolling out his lies tonight. Thank you, Tedros, for reminding me that to recap this. And capping tonight with the actual storm that is unfolding well we had McCarthy said that he personally spoke to Christopher Ray. so let's see what else is happening on that the one document the FBI is hiding and the whistleblower says the FBI has the document and oversight chairman James Comer met with the FBI today to say hey I'm in charge of oversight give me the evidence so what did the FBI say Chairman James Comer joins us now. Did you get the evidence? Well, the FBI refused to turn over the Form 1023. Uh, we had another meeting where they were very patronizing. Uh, I've asked for a phone call with Director Ray. We expect to get this document. Speaker McCarthy had a phone call with Director Ray. Uh, he demanded that they turn over this document. This is a very crucial piece of our investigation. And the reason that I think it's very credible is uh, this claim was made years before anyone knew about these different shell companies and knew exactly what the Biden family did uh, in countries like Romania and China to get money. Uh, But Congressman, I don't think the FBI respects you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very interesting interview. Look at who's interviewing who. Look at the, the staged questions. And if you ask me, this is perfect 
they it's all designed to you know everybody stand down they don't like what channels like mine was saying the last couple days so makes christopher ray seem like he's not cooperating Listen to what he's going to say. Respect anyone in Congress. Uh, they've been able to get away with this for a long time. The media continues to turn a blind eye. Uh, the Senate Republicans continue to fund the FBI. So uh, why would you change your business model when uh, you're getting everything you want? Uh, what we're going to have to do in this House is demand that the senators get our backs like they're doing as we speak with these debt ceiling negotiations and hold their budget hostage until they get new leadership at the FBI or they produce the documents that we we want it's not just this form 1023 we also want to stop i'm letting everybody know you heard what comer said right there again the strategy right now has to do with the purse the power of the purse mccarthy said this on the day that he was elected the house speaker in his speech power of the purse think of what jayapal is saying Essentially implying there's going to be violence in the streets if they don't get their budget. So notice Comer is saying, I guess we're going to have to do this by resorting to the money thing. Keep your eye on that issue of the money and the purse. So what classified documents Joe Biden had in his position? Yeah, because that's an important part of our investigation. Congressman, I don't think Senate Republicans are going to deliver. Number one, they usually don't deliver. Number <laughs> Again, Jesse Waters antagonizing the enemy. Two, they're not even in the majority. I mean, why doesn't McCarthy get in the room when he's negotiating the debt ceiling with Joe Biden and say, we know what you did, resign, or we're going to blow the debt limit up? How about that for leverage? There it is. Notice the talking points. I think some of this is staged. They're trying to give everyone an idea of where we're going. I think this is right up there with the uh, Bill Barr interview the other day. I mean, you decide. Well, McCarthy's doing a good job, and the Senate Republicans are getting his back on that. We'll see how that ends, but I think it's going to end in a manner that I think most taxpayers will be pleased with. Uh, So this is a good first step. Hopefully in a few months when we do the full-year appropriations, the Senate will get our back because we've got to hold the FBI accountable. What happens, Congressman, if Director Ray doesn't take your phone call? (laughs) Another stage question. What are we going to do about Director Ray? I've told uh, Speaker McCarthy that I think we need to look at contempt. Uh, I think that we also, I've spoken with Senator Grassley, and we need to take extreme measures on uh, trying to get this uh, whistleblower to, to come forward publicly and uh, and say what exactly is in this document. Remember, this Form 1023 is not classified. It's not a classified document. So this is something that shouldn't be that hard for the chairman of the House Oversight Committee to obtain. This is a pattern the FBI has with respect to uh, a, a lot of cases involving the Bidens, and you go back to the Clintons, where they're not working with Congress. No, I and, know, but you know, they've been screwing it. us over for years now, and yeah. we've had subpoenas and threats and phone calls, and, you know, I, I think the American people's patience is running out on this cover-up. Yeah. There it is. Think about that. Think of what um, is being said. I think some of these questions are being staged. And I think they're going to get this from the FBI after Ray is subpoenaed. Not only subpoenaed, like he said, 
and con- there, you know, we're going to charge you with contempt. Like it, it had to be this way. It allows Ray to look like the villain. They're going to pull the teeth out of him. <laughs> I mean, they, I think it's all part of the theater of how, how it has it had to be this way. Ray has to appear like the villain. And no matter what happens, I mean, why is Jesse Waters smiling? Why is everybody so happy? What? And then we're going to see how Trump, Trump, you would think, would be worried as we round out tonight. I mean, but he doesn't still seem to be worried considering that, look at this, Trump to face criminal charges March 2024 in New York City court. Judge officially issues gag order. A lot of you guys already know this. Shocking stuff. Prosecutors requested a gag order be placed on Trump due to his history of attacks on social media. But a, um, we don't know every detail of what's happening behind the scenes with this criminal judge um, and um, this Justice Juan Merchant in Manhattan State Court putting these restrictions on Trump. And again, remember, this is all regarding the Nothing Burger Stormy Daniels case. <laughs> and the sharks are surrounding the president. <clears throat> and look at the timing. Look at when they want to do it. This court case in March, right in the middle of his campaign. Common sense. Think of what is happening. And the sharks are surrounding this one simple guy from New York. Spend your thinking. Spend your thinking. Trump team bracing for his indictment as special counsel wraps up investigation. So there's three, four separate persecutions. Four of them. Mar-a-Lago. We have this situation here with the special counsel. Well, really three. I'm going to say three, but it's more than three. And you have the whole thing with Stormy Daniels. And you have that situation in Georgia. And then you have those other cases in New York. And so three plus major, major persecutions and um, there it is Jack Smith special counsel the Department of Justice looking into the Trump document scandal and Mar-a-Lago is preparing to wind down his investigation and remember the timing from a couple days ago with the B-2 bomber saying yeah this is the one so as I started saying earlier the mirage of 2024 is the only real candidate who has a chance to win, which is Trump, is now fully a mirage. I want to share with everyone that in June of 2020, we were told only, and this is where we are, people, only when evil is forced into the light can we defeat it. Only when they can no longer operate in the shadows can people see the truth for themselves. And I think that's why Trump is allowing the enemy to surround him. Because only when people see the truth for themselves will people understand the nature 
of their deception. This is 2023, all the way through. And we were told, difficult truth. So, ironically, on the member's channel, we have been talking about staying focused on the mission. Why did I start this series about staying focused on the mission? Because I don't want people to experience the shock that we all experienced in 2020. And we know that the shock from 2020, a lot of it had to do with all of us believing Trump's body language and believing Trump. In the end, we're going to win this war and we should trust a plan. But the problem is that few know the plan. And we'll discuss more of this on the member's channel. I want to say a lot more. But in the end, um, while all of that is happening, there it is. Arizona judge dismisses Carrie Lake's final election loss legal claim. (laughs) Shocking corruption. So I'm going to say it right now. There goes Mike Lindell. 2.0 right here. Mike Lindell said in 2021, we got all the evidence. I got everything. My evidence. I got. And he does have the evidence. We we love Mike Lindell. He got everyone worked up. Boom. Nothing. They playing the role again. Hard work. We had last year. We got the. What is it? The. Um. With not the we had, well we had the Kraken right <laughs> back in 2020 with C- Sidney Powell I'm gonna release the Kraken the Kraken I got the Kraken here it is. <laughs> then it was last year we're gonna pull the ripcord and then last year you guys remember right after the election Carrie Lake 155 trillion percent 100 percent I'm the governor I'm the governor we have all the everything. Now, again, it's not her fault. I get it. But I'm just letting everyone know that is the reason. What was it, last week or that I said? I'm not going to get all worked up about it. A week, week ago, week and a half ago. And there it is. Another letdown, this corrupt judge. And she's going to make a big announcement. And um, obviously, she presented plenty of evidence, 100%. That is what we were talking about in that drop. That unless people see it for themselves, only when people see the truth for themselves will people understand the true nature of their deception. We just talked about that, and look what's happening with the Carrie Lake situation. Think about that. And for whatever reason, I'm going to throw this out, because... While that's happening, Arizona Senator, State Senator claims plenary power to ban voting machines ahead of 2024 election. This is huge if this goes through. The Senator Sonny Borelli is coming out, made a claim that a non-binding resolution prohibiting Arizona counties from using ballot counting machines overrides state law. An assertion was promptly refuted by election officials, the state's attorney general, and county leaders who dismissed the claim as unfounded. So, see what you guys think. Are they going to ban these machines in Arizona? Senate Majority Leader Sonny Borelli penned a letter to all 15 Arizona counties on Monday telling them 
that they were barred from using any machines to administer future elections. Think about that. Look at the timing. Because the banning of the machines, you would accomplish the drop that we just reviewed where everybody is seeing the corruption of these judges and you would have the patrons rolling right through in 2024. Although, obviously, some of these terms are more than two years. Um, I don't know. You guys decide, but that would be big. Um, And, of course, rounding tonight, uh, this is what's ha- <laughs> there it is tomorrow breaking Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will announce he is running for president during a discussion with Twitter CEO Elon Musk on Twitter spaces I, the thing about this that gets me is right here that he is doing it with Elon Musk who seems the last year or so to be one up, you know, he seems to know that something is brewing. <clears throat> and um you decide is this some special operation? Um you decide. Um I could talk a lot about this. There's something strange about the whole DeSantis thing. And I wouldn't even be saying this if it wasn't for Trump making it into a big thing. And Notice that Trump does not seem bothered. Let's go to, to wrap up tonight. Trump doesn't seem bothered by anyone else that's running for president. <laughs> What's happening? And you can see with everything happening in the world, Trump, what? Is focused, there it is, on DeSantis and the polls operation. <laughs> Boom. No matter what happens, he's on this single track mine. Look at that. Right. Red Bear throws cold water on Don DeSantis run. So everything Trump is doing, um, it's just most of what he is talking about. Look at that. Trump versus DeSantis, not really an option with TDS surging. Trump seems to be, again, another DeSantis posting. Another DeSantis. I mean, again, you can, it's almost laughable if you realize, look at that. Trump is beating DeSantis. Trump is almost to the point of, ladies and gentlemen, like, Trump is doing this. DeSantis, Trump, since November 20th of last year, excuse me, November 10th, after Trump completely endorsed DeSantis, Trump is in like his own version of DeSantis derangement syndrome. Like there's a lot of other things Trump could be talking about. And what about, you know, all these other people that are running? I mean, it's not just Nikki Haley anymore. He doesn't care that Tim Scott is breathing down his neck. And a lot of people are declaring they're going to run. It's not just a Santa. But Trump is only... (laughs) So, is this all going somewhere? While the sharks are surrounding Trump. So, more on this topic later. Trump, in order for him to win, 
big, 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 big things have to happen. Like, huge. Trump knows it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. So, we'll continue this conversation on the membership. Something's got to give. But the funny thing, to wrap up again tonight, is despite everything that's happening and the sharks surrounding Trump, he's laughing it off. His body language and everything that he is saying does not match what's happening. There continues to be a a division, a gap between reality and Trump's behavior. That, if anything, you should hang on to that. Because he is one of the few people who knows the plan, you would imagine. Trust the plan, ladies and gentlemen. All right. God bless you all. Thank you, everybody, for joining me again. Um, I apologize about the live program schedule uh, coding change that it should say 8 p.m. Eastern, 100%. Um, That will be adjusted appropriately so that everyone understands that every program for now is at 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. All right. Let me know your thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you guys all. Um, thank you for bearing with me with a little bit of the history of this channel at the beginning and um, with some of that correction. And um, let me know what you think. And um, that, maybe we'll leave it at that. <clears throat> and uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow at... Yes, what time? All right. A little extra longer show for a Tuesday night. God bless you. He's a guy to be with. Love you.